Welcome to the new podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a place that is about inspiring hope. You can find out more about us and hear more messages at mygatewayfellowship.com. I am so tired. Is anyone else tired? (laughs) All right. I've been sick this whole week, and it started with last Saturday. I'm just going to set the tone for you so you know not to blame me if I'm just kind of out of it today. Last week, uh, as I mentioned um, the, the week before last, we were doing a event at um, Hilton Memorial Chapel in Woodbridge, and it was the Casting Crowns concert. It was really awesome, and before we did that, we had uh, got a banner made up where we got signatures from everyone just wishing the kids at Children's National Hospital in Michigan, on Michigan Avenue down in D.C., just wishing them well. And what was going to happen is Matthew West, one of the artists that we play at WGTS, came to take it. So Saturday morning, I go to pick him up. It was a long week. We played the night before the praise team. The Gateway Praise Team played the night before at New Hope uh, Church. And uh, you guys did awesome. Whoever, some of you guys were there. It was a good time. And so I was just tired to begin with. And I had to drive out to Woodbridge, pick up Matthew, who was super duper cool. We drive there, get it in. And uh, we go to Children's National Hospital, and he starts playing these songs for the kids. And it was just so amazing. He was making up songs for the kids on the spot, like, what's your name? This little girl was like, I'm so-and-so. And he's, like, singing this song about her. And, and it was just awesome. It was just such a great time. Then after that, and, and Chaplain Terry was there and got to meet a bunch of the kids. It was, it was really great. Then after that, I had to drive back out to Woodbridge, which is not close, and, uh, you know, go there and work the event and, you know, shake a lot of hands. And we were, I was giving hugs to people and everything. And it was so windy and cold that night. You guys remember last Saturday? It was really windy and cold. So when I came home, I was just tired. It was just one of those weeks that I was just done. I was just ready to sleep. I told my wife, I was like, baby, let's get some food and go to bed. So I was like, cool. So go to bed. And a little earlier on, I had noticed that my doorbell at, at our at our house, we're we're new to the home home thing. So I got a I got this nice house and when the wind blows, sometimes there's like a short in our doorbell that makes ding dong. And at first, you know, I got robbed before. I told you guys that, right? So I'm on I'm like hyperact uh, hypersensitive about things. I hear the doorbell, I'm like running down, like, yeah. I'm like ready to go, you know, it brings back the old Pete from the streets. Dwayne, you know what I'm talking about. You see this guy up here, but there was a time. There was a time. So I would run downstairs, you know, and then, like, literally, I saw, like, the doorbell would just ring. You know, there's nobody playing any tricks on us or anything. It's just there was just a short in the, in the doorbell. But I had forgotten that. So Saturday night comes around. I'm so tired. And uh, <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. And then we got these two new dogs who are just, they're good dogs, but they're going, what do dogs do when the doorbell rings? They bark. And one was barking this really deep bark. Hoo, hoo, hoo. The other one was like doing this crazy thing. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, at two o'clock, I'm like, what is going on? I walk downstairs. Doorbell's just, it's just going. I had to like mess around with it. Thought I fixed it. So, okay, calm the dogs down. They were hyper. I mean, they were just spinning around, like chasing their tail. They were just going crazy. Then it happened again at 3 o'clock, and then it happened again at 5 o'clock. So I got, like, no sleep. And at 5 o'clock when it went off, 
the whole thing just like basically shut down. It was just literally, it didn't even complete the ding dong thing. It was just going ding, 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 ding. So five o'clock in the morning, I'm like, ah, this is crazy. I'm just like ripping apart the doorbell system. So if you come and knock, you can come to my house, you have to knock. Our doorbell does not work. And if I ever hear a doorbell again, I will be pretty upset. I literally heard it the next day. We watched the TV and there was like a doorbell. I was like, ah, my butt, blood just started boiling. Anyway, I think that's just what got me sick. And then the rest of the week was just like just downhill. But I'm here by God's grace. Happy to be with you guys. Love you guys. Do you love me? All right. Do you love each other? Turn to the person next to you to give them a high five. Give them a high five. Don't be afraid. Got a short little message for us. And I hope it will draw us close to Christ. And I think that it will. We've been talking about prayer for the past couple weeks here at Gateway. And it's been awesome. I really think that we've been growing as a community. We've been growing as brothers and sisters. And I hope, I can only hope that you personally have been growing in your own prayer walk with the Lord. Last time I was up here, we were speaking, I was speaking about Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. We studied this passage and we broke it down. And if you remember, Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him or submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight or direct your paths. Now, the reason we talked about that particular verse in regards to prayer was because it was from the guidelines of so many times our prayer life suffers when things go wrong, when we get the answer from God that we weren't expecting or hoping for. So many times in all of my, in my years of ministry, I've seen people with a thriving prayer life slowly come to a halt or maybe to a screeching halt as soon as God says no. It affects, it affects everything. So we looked at this verse and says, you know what? Okay, some of us have been hurt. We've been, uh, we've been let down. So let's, let's just kind of regroup ourselves and, and look at this passage and using that verse as kind of a foundation for us as we step into a new level of prayer. But, you know, this week what I want to talk about is developing or cultivating a life of prayer. And this is going to be a very simple message. However, I think it has the potential to be very hard to actually become something practical in our lives. Because prayer is a spiritual discipline. You can write that down if you want. Prayer is a spiritual discipline. Prayer is something that you have to make time for. You have to work at. Anything in your life that's worth having, you have to put time in. You want to get in shape, you got to go to the gym. You got to stop eating donuts nonstop. Like only donuts, donuts for breakfast, snacks, dinner, lunch, donuts. You know what I mean? You got to stop. You got to get on track. You know, there's, there's different things. And prayer is a discipline of that nature. You have to make time and you have to be serious about it. So I realize that for many of us, the reason why our prayer life may have suffered is because of, you know, we've been hurt or we've been let down. But I don't want to spend too much time on that. I don't want to spend too much time on the hurt or the unanswered prayers and how that affected us today. That's important and it's relevant. I'm not saying that it's not. I do want to say that the reason why things like that happen to us, the unanswered prayers, why that happens is because I have no idea. I don't know why God does the things that he does. 
So some of you may walk through these doors today and like, you know what, we're talking about having a prayer life. But every time I pray, God says something different and I want answers. Well, you know what? I have no answers for you. But what I do have is the power of scripture in Isaiah 55 that says with God saying that my ways are not like your ways. And my thoughts are not like your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. Trust me, guys, we're all on the same page right here. All of us have been let down in prayer in some way or another. We've prayed for things and it went a different way. But what we can trust and what we can lean on and stand firmly on is the power of the scripture that says God's way is higher. God's thoughts are not like our thoughts. His ways are better. So even when the answer seems to be a no, you can trust that it's going to be all right. You can trust that it's going to be all right. I could think of a lot of reasons why it would be hard for us not to pray. But today I want to focus on something really different than than what I was originally going to say. And that was, I think, part of the reason why we have such a hard time praying is because we have an enemy who does not want us to pray. Listen to this. This is a quote from Corey Ten Boom. He says, when Christians shuns fellowship with other Christians, the devil smiles. When he stops studying the Bible, the devil laughs. But when he stops praying, the devil shouts for joy. The devil shouts for joy. Because prayer is power. Prayer is direct connection with God. Through prayer we find freedom and grace and love that God has for us. In prayer we find abundant life and we recognize that we do not have to be perfect. But instead we can rest in his perfect love. We find that we can make mistakes and still get back up again. We find that there's light at the end of the tunnel. We realize that death is not the end. We realize that we're loved. We realize that Jesus wins. We realize that through prayer, through a daily connection of understanding that God is trying to talk to us and remind us of these truths that you have the right to stand your life on and be bold about. But so many times, we don't want to go and pray to God because we're guilty. We feel guilty. We feel ashamed. We feel hurt. We feel all this. And let me tell you guys, that is exactly what the enemy would want. I'm just telling you the truth. If prayer is the source of our strength, our connection with Christ, why wouldn't he want to keep you away from it? Because he knows that the weakest sinner on his knees is the strongest. So strong. So when we talk about developing a prayer life, I have one simple thing to say. Start praying. Just start doing it. What's the Nike slogan? Just do it. There's no formula I can teach you. There's no right or wrong way to pray. Except we know this. The Bible gives some guidelines. Give God glory. Give him praise. Start by praising him. Why is that important? Because when you take your eyes off of your problems and start to give God glory, you realize that there's something bigger going on. And this is so important for us to realize. There is something bigger going on. I remember when my mom passed away. I was brokenhearted. I still hurt for this. I'm broken about it. But I felt so strong when I was able to go to my park, the same park that I cried and wept at so many times, pleading for my mom, hoping that she could stay around a little bit longer. And when the Lord decided to let her rest, I went to that same park and said, glory to God. 
And there's nothing about me. There's nothing about me. But there was so much power in saying, glory to God. Because then I start to remember this. You know what? Unfortunately, I know every single one of us are going to pass away. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But the good news of Jesus is that Jesus beat the grave. He beat the grave. Kicked it, smacked it up, beat it down. I mean, he won so powerful. You have nothing to fear in death. That's what you realize in prayer. So start to praise him first. I don't know how I'm going to pay these bills. God, you're good. What? No, God, you're good. God can make a way where there's no way. Start to give God glory in your life. Look away from self. You might be guilty. You might feel down. You might feel beaten up. But just stop for a moment and just say, you know what? I can still breathe. You have so much to be thankful for. We have so much to be thankful for. So today, I want to just talk about a few things. Just do it. Just start praying. And I think there's some encouragement for us in the scriptures. Listen to this. In Luke chapter 18, Jesus teaches a parable about prayer to his disciples. And it's so beautiful. This, this verse is it's, it's uh, Luke chapter 18. And we're going to go one through verses one through eight uh, for so we can get it on the screens. And what's so awesome about this, this, this parable is that it actually starts off. It says, then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. <laughs> Just in case you're about to miss the point of this parable, he's going to set you up and let you know what this is for. Then Jesus told the disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. So always pray and don't give up. And then listen to what he goes into. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor man. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time, he refused. But finally, he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care about men, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she, she won't eventually wear me out with her coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? This unjust judge is even going to give this widow what she wants because she just keeps coming and asking and asking. And God is saying, and this God is just and God is loving and God wants relationship. In 1 John 4, 8, we find out that God is love. So God wants relationship. So going to God and asking things and, and petitioning is a good thing. But there's something important about it. We need Faith. We need faith. So know who God is. Know him. Know him that he's not the unjust judge that you have to beg and plead and, and make deals with. You don't have to do that. You can go to God just as you are. 
ugly, beaten, broken, guilty, stinky, whatever you are, go to him just as you are. And he will lovingly accept you, embrace you, heal you, hold you, and bless you. Know him. He's not a mean God. You can trust him. So know God and have faith in what you ask for. Have faith. Another important thing which we kind of talked about a little bit before is just make time to pray. And Luke 5, 16 says, Jesus often withdrew to a lonely place and he prayed. Jesus took time to go and pray by himself. So I would challenge you this. Make time to pray alone. Make time every day. Check yourself. When's the last time you really just spent some time praying? Just think about that for a minute. You know, this is not a guilt trip at all. Definitely don't believe in guilt trips. But when you're thinking of the last, you know, good quality time you you had praying, if it's a little bit on the lower end, just think of the last time you just spent some time vegging in front of the couch and watching TV. You know? It's not a guilt trip, but just think about it. Think about it. Make time every day to pray alone and then also at least once a week. This is a simple, simple suggestion. Make time to pray with somebody else. With somebody else. I'll never forget um, when my mother was first diagnosed with cancer. You know, my mother battled cancer for six years. And when she was first diagnosed, they said she probably had two weeks. Two weeks. And I remember the f- that first day was just absolutely insane. And um, they put her on some medication, and right away her kidneys started to fail. And it was going down. And I, I remember I did not know what to do. But I had a friend. Pastor Terry, he came, and, and this was a while ago. There was a time where Pastor Terry, I would like, because I like to walk, you know, I go to the park, and I would be like, you want to come walk with me in the park? And he'd be like, no. <laughs> he didn't want to walk. <laughs> he was like, let's go for a drive. <laughs> but that, yeah, he's afraid of snakes, too. <laughs> Rattlesnakes and <laughs> right around here. But I remember that day, Pastor Terry came and prayed with me. And this was not a pretty prayer. This was Pete crying. and But it was just being together. And there's something about praying together, guys, that is so important. So if you can, at least once a week, pray with somebody else. Okay? So first point, just know who God is. Know that he is a God of love. He is not an unjust judge. He is a good judge who loves you, who wants relationship with you, and he wants you to have faith in what you're asking for. He wants you to trust him. Second, make time every day to pray alone. Make some serious time. And at least once a week, pray with somebody else. Whether it's one person or, or a group, pray with somebody else. And last. Don't stop believing. Just don't stop believing. 
I was really tempted to start playing the Journey song at the end, you know. But I figured some of you would be like, no! No, none of you guys would do that. You got to keep going. You got to keep persisting. You got to keep hanging in there. Don't give up. You know, a while ago, when we started this series, we were, we were talking about making a decision and following Jesus. And we sing a song. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. And there's no turning back. No turning back. Following Jesus is a hard path. It's not easy. There's going to be bumps and bruises along the way. It's not a path that's, you know, straight all the time. Sometimes it's rough. But you're not going to turn back. And I would just challenge you today, as we're talking about developing this life of prayer, to remember the song. If you decided to follow Jesus, don't turn back now. Don't turn back now. A few simple guidelines about this. You know, know God, have faith, pray every day by yourself, pray in a group. Don't stop believing. But first of all, just do it. Don't give up. One of the most beautiful things to be in the scriptures is that Jesus says that today is the day. And now is the time for God's favor. So you can start your prayer life with this beautiful journey. You can start it over fresh today if you're struggling with it. This is the time. So I'm going to invite Jasmine to come on up. And she's going to just remind us of a commitment some of us have made. And then also a beautiful opportunity if, if you haven't made this commitment. just to follow Jesus. Life is going to be hard either way, but with Jesus, you're going to make it. You can make it. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.